and uh, move on to the next one. You've got the mic. Anything you'd like to say? Oh, uh, trust the process. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of We Love 76ers podcast, featuring the host, the legend himself. Dun, 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 dun. We love Tom. First of all, very well. I just want to say a huge thank you for the first numbers for episode one. I just looked at it and we're at 438 listens. And I'm going to be honest, that's pretty fucking crazy to me. I was literally just looking at it three days ago and it was at 72 listens. And then yesterday it just kept going up and up and up. I don't know what's going on, but I love it. We got 33 listeners in Philly. I saw 21 listeners in Norristown and seven listeners in L.A. So thank you for the early support, and I appreciate it. Episode two right now, I hope to just keep it going and keep the numbers going. So as you know, if you've seen on my Twitter, the three things we're going to talk about today is players' goals, best Ben Simmons trades, and a recap on the second preseason game. So the first thing we're going to talk about right now is player goals. And the first player I want to talk about is the runner-up for MVP last year, Philly's hero, the best big man in the NBA, Joel Hans Embiid. So obviously he's had a career season last year. He's putting up 30 and 10. He had 50-point games, game winners. He was playing unbelievable last year, but it's still... Obviously, just a couple flaws and a couple goals I got for him to be even better this year. And the first goal is pretty obvious. I think what everyone is expecting is for him to play more games and staying more healthy this year. He hasn't played 70 or more games in his whole career. Not to mention he missed his two first seasons in the NBA. So one of my goals for Joel Embiid is to at least play... 65 to 70 games. I know there's going to be certain games they want to give him rest, like for like a little sore knee or something, or like sore back. But for anything else, like the little injuries that doesn't really matter, he needs to play. He needs to be the leader on the team and showing them like, oh, my ankle hurts. Fuck it. We're going to get this win. We're going to keep improving. We're going to look like fucking monsters out there. I know he got in way better shape, and I read a report that Doc Rivers said he's even in better shape than he was last year. So that can be a freaking problem for the other teams in the NBA. And I expect him to please stay healthy, no falling on the floor, especially when it's like the 10th game of the season. You're jumping on the floor trying to save it. Like it's the finals or something. Let the role players do that, Joel. Stay off your ass. Please. Another goal I got for Joel Embiid is he has been improving with his three-point shooting. But I want him to be shooting 40%, 42% from the three-point line this year just to space the floor, make him even more unstoppable for the other big man in the league. And the next player I want to talk about is Tyrese Maxey. As you know, in the last episode, we kind of talked about him, about the playmaking and the turnovers. So basically, we're about to just get back on that topic. My goal for Tyrese Maxey is that average five assists this year, five to six assists, 
Look for the open man. We got shooters. We have Seth. We got Nang. We got Danny Green. We got Isaiah Joe. We got Furcon. We got Joel at the three sometimes. I want him to look for the pass. He doesn't have to drive on two people and go for the crazy layup every time. At the end of the day, you're going to be our starting point guard. You're going to have to distribute the ball just as much as you're going to have to score the ball. And that's just something I hope that he gets better at. And I just I hope it's something that he's been working at. Another goal I got for him is just playing better defense. Just like I said, Doc Rivers said you're not going to play if you don't play defense. He's got to be more aggressive on defense, but also not just keep fouling and getting in foul trouble because we're going to need him. I need him to stay on the court, play defense, make the pass, and then do what you're good at. Get them crafty layups. Get them crazy shots that gets the crowd going. You get the crowd going with the layups and the step backs. Imagine if you're throwing like a dime pass or getting the steal and doing a fast break dunk. The Wells Fargo Center is going to fucking snap. And that's just something I hope Tyrese Maxey can do for us this year. And the third player I want to talk about for player goals, Tobias Harris. As you know, besides Ben Simmons, I feel like he's been getting a lot of hate, a lot of love at some times. He had another great year, just like Joel last year. A lot of season and career highs. Really loved that. The year before that, it's pretty trash, I'm going to be honest. A lot of people saying he's not worth the contract. But with Ben Simmons about to get traded or not come to the games and practice, like it or not, he's about to be our number two guy. And when Joel's not playing, like it or not, he's going to be our number one guy. So for Tobias Harris, I want him to be more aggressive. I want him to have that mindset that this is my fucking team too. Post them players up. Post the little players up. Do your little post move. Do them fadeaways. A goal I got for him is... Just like last year, shooting great at the three-point line, shooting great at the free-throw line, not doing too much dribbling. I want him to be aggressive down the post. I want him to average 20 points again. And I feel like he got snubbed last year, but this year, my goal for Tobias Harris, I want him to make the all-star team this year. I think he can do it, and I really hope he can. And the last player I want to talk about before we get on the Ben Simmons trades is Shake Millen. Shake Millen, in my opinion, was looking like a top three six men of the year in the beginning of the season last year. He was getting the crowd into it. He was hitting threes. He was shooting with confidence. He had games when he had 20, games with 15, 18. And then towards like the halfway to the end of the season to enter in the playoffs, he just disappeared. I have... Absolutely no idea what happened, but I can't see that happening again, and I don't want it to happen again. He needs to play with that confidence he was playing with the beginning of the season last year. My goal for Shake Millen this year is to be top three for six men of the year. I want him to shoot with confidence. I want him to play with confidence. That game when he came in for the Atlanta Hawks and hit like 11 points and hit that buzzer to go to the fourth quarter and how he was just shooting i want him to play like that i want him to be our bucket to go to 
coming off the bench because that's something that we obviously need this year. The next thing I want to talk about is best Ben Simmons trade scenarios. So obviously you guys seen the reports. He's not showing up to practice. He plans to never play for Philly again. He just put up his uh, house in Philly for sale. And I've been told that he had movers, empty it out. So there's not even anything in there anymore. So mentally, he doesn't play for the Sixers anymore. And mentally, in my head, he's going to get traded soon. Hopefully. Hopefully this fucking shit show is finally over. So right now, we're going to talk about a few Ben Simmons trades that I like and I feel like everyone else will like. The first trade I want to talk about is the one I've been seeing the most on my Twitter these last couple of days is the Indiana Pacers one. The Pacers get Ben Simmons and probably a filler player to match the salary. So maybe like Shake Milton, sadly. And we get back Karis LeVert and Malcolm Brogdon and probably some picks. I'm going to be honest, I like that trade a lot. And one of the reasons I like that trade is Malcolm Brogdon, he can play defense, he can play make. There's games he can give us like 30 points. He can shoot the three. Karis LeVert, a very crafty finisher. He can get the bucket. I really liked him when he played for Brooklyn. He's been having a little health problems. So that's one of the things that scare me. Malcolm Brogdon also missed a lot of games. Another thing that scares me is both them players staying healthy while playing with the Sixers. Knowing we already got injury bullshits going on with Joel and B. But besides that, I feel like it'll be a good trade. We get Malcolm Brogdon as a starting point guard. Karis LeVert at even the two or the three. That means we're putting Danny Green or Seth Curry on the bench. And I feel like that's great three-point shooting coming off the bench. Just imagine Seth Curry coming off the bench, giving us 15 off catch-and-shoot threes. I think that's something that's real great for this team. Another trade I want to talk about is the Portland Trailblazers one. And just like everyone else, obviously, if we trade for the uh, Portland Trailblazers, I would like to get Dane. But that's probably not going to happen. Dane made it real clear that he's a fucking loser and he wants to play for Portland for the rest of his life. I guess he doesn't want to win. That's not my problem. But the Trailblazers get Ben Simmons and the 76ers get CJ McCollum and Robert Covington and probably like two picks or something. Another trade is what I like. So we'll get CJ, he'll probably play the point guard, put Robert Covington even on the bench, or we can start him and put Danny Green on the bench. And like I said before, great three-point shooting coming off the bench. I feel like that's a real good trade. It's obviously not the Dame trade that we want, but I feel like it's still good. Another trade that I would like would be the Cleveland Cavaliers one. And that's just like if, to be honest, it's kind of like a petty trade to me. It's just I'll be happy that we get to ship Ben Simmons off to Cleveland and let him ruin his career there. And it's also like if we can't make a trade, maybe like a desperation trade, we get like a lot of picks out of it. And we get Colin Sexton or Darius Garland. Or maybe Daryl Morey can work his magic and we get both. We get one of them young guards that can give us like 22 and probably five assists and then probably like a nice role player to come off the bench and a lot of draft picks. And Ben Simmons gets to play basketball in Cleveland. I feel like that's a win-win for Philly fans. Obviously, that's probably not the one that I want to happen. The one I would like 
would be the Pacers tree or even the Blazers tree. But can you just imagine Ben Simmons playing in Cleveland with Kevin Love and I don't know who the hell plays for that team, but I would love that. <laughs> he wants to play for California teams and we just say, fuck all that. You're going to live in Cleveland for the next four years of your contract. Since you want to be a crybaby and not learn how to shoot a goddamn basketball, Benjamin. We're kind of running out of time for today's podcast. I just want to talk about the last topic. And that was the second preseason game. Like I said in the last episode, it's preseason. It doesn't really matter win or lose. It doesn't fucking count. But I just want to talk about two players that stood out for me. And the first player, Nang. I told you guys on the last podcast, I feel like he was a great pickup. He's going to be way better than Mike Scott. He's going to be shooting 40% from the three off the bench. He's going to be there in the corner when Joel's getting double team. And he has 16 last game. So, Nang, I see you. The second player I want to talk about, talked about him last episode also. I'm seeing more people tweet about him. I'm seeing them people hop on that bandwagon. I respect it. Cup of Joe, Joe Mama, Isaiah Joe. Had another great game in the preseason. He's hitting more threes still. He's hitting them with a good percentage. He's hitting them with confidence, and I fucking love it. Over the last two games, he's been averaging over 16.5 points, and he's showing Doc Rivers he's a three-point shooter for us, and he's showing Doc Rivers that he wants to be in that rotation, and he's fighting for them extra minutes. I love it. I was on his Instagram last night. He was in the gym at 11 o'clock just getting shots up. Isaiah Joe, keep putting in the work in, my man. With time running out, I just want to once again thank everyone for showing the early support. Last time I checked uh, the last podcast, we had 438 listens. Trying to just keep making that episode go up. Have this episode go up with the more listens, the more shares, the more likes. Just post a Twitter hype video. That's doing numbers right now to all my friends and the random people for showing love to that video. Thank you. Special shout out to Adam for editing the video, literally doing everything I asked him for. Special shout out to Andrew for making the beat in literally an hour with the 76ers sample. It's fucking beautiful. And just keep showing love and I'm just keep giving you more Sixers knowledge. And thank you guys going to try to make this third episode on Tuesday. That's my goal. I'm off work. Hopefully I can do it for you guys. And as of now, we love 76ers podcast is done.